Hello everybody, this is a pre-recorded Two Smoking Microphones message. My name is Connor and my co-host is Harry. This episode will continue off from where the last episode ended. Enjoy! Well, speaking of John Williams, we should let, let's segue on to him because I feel like we can't, you know, the... the, the... Oh yeah, we're, we're always going to talk about John Williams. He's He's a master of his craft. He really he's... is. Yeah. Um, and I think before talking about Star Wars, you know, I loved his, I love his Indiana Jones uh, soundtrack. I love the Jurassic Park theme. You know, all of that's great. He's, but I think he's written a lot of great themes. But I th- yeah, I th- you know, the Harry first three Harry Potter films contain some of my favorite tracks. But um, there's forward... some good tracks no. in those Harry Potter. Films. I, I specifically like the third film's soundtrack. I think. Yeah, there's a there's a track called A Window to the Past. Um, and it's when Re- Remus and Harry are on the bridge. And that's okay. one of my favourite tracks of all time. It's, it's, it's lovely. trying but, to find my ones now um okay i've only got one track in this playlist but beaks flight oh yeah i love, I love that track flight. because again it's just that it takes me back to that moment you know where harry's flying across the um, yeah the lake on buck beaks back but obviously when you think of john williams you think star wars yeah um and obviously boy does he do some fucking great great stuff there's, yeah, there's a, a lot of great in Star Wars. There's a lot of... Uh, I know uh, as time's gone on, people have found a lot of like, oh, he's the first Star Wars film was... like There's a lot of the sounds are influenced by these things. And it's like, yeah, there's always going to be influence from somewhere. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a lot. Star Wars is... I mean, it's great Star Wars, for, isn't it? Yeah, for me, my favourite uh, kind of era of John Williams' music is the prequels. I think... That, that contains my fate more... Of, that contains the most amount of my favorite bits of his work. His the his the Star Wars like has got amazing music like throughout almost all of it. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. The first three films are great. That's where we got a lot of the iconic themes. But yeah. the work he did on the prequels is insane. Like it's so insane how good those are. Yeah, like, like considering just... those are his third they were those are his fourth fifth and sixth star wars films and they're still so good well you know like just to name a few jewel of the fates across I mean, the stars yeah. well jewel of the fates um, is obviously it stood the test of time in that it's always come when it always comes up people are like oh, that's one of the best things like you know that is we don't just attribute it to this moment this is this spectacular piece of music which has more yeah. meaning than you know is on the surface yeah exactly 
um, I um, stick with stick. I say stick with the first. Stick with Phantom Menace for a bit. I like. I do like Anakin's theme. I do. It's not one I listen to a lot, but I do like it. Um, the first one also has. Here's something I actually found out about recently. So there's a track in it in the first one that plays. I think it plays when the um, when the droids are coming out against the Gungans at the end. Oh yeah. That same piece of music is played when Obi-Wan looks over the clones. It's the same piece of music. And I saw oh, someone being fuck. like, I, that probably wasn't, that was probably just like, actually, oh, just using the same piece of music. And I was like, no, they're going for thematic, like, weight there. That's absolutely, because it's, it's the same, it's basically saying, does droids, clones, doesn't matter. They're a faceless army. That's what I do love about the prequels is the the the, the themes, which the music helps identify, are yeah. so good with kind of the issues they. George Lucas knew exactly what he wanted to do. Yeah. And he did I don't it. know why people. I don't know why people love to doubt George Lucas. Like he was a like he was, and I mean he does because he doesn't really do it anymore. But he was a great filmmaker. He just he had parts of his filmmaking abilities that just weren't the best like yeah his his script his like his dialogue writing was obviously not the best no his work with his actors was obviously not the best but he understood what he was doing with story i was gonna say he understood he understands a story and he knows how to build a story like like yes he had a lot of help with the originals we know that um star wars wouldn't be what it was without the help george lucas had from around him yeah, but he was very much, very much left to his own devices with the prequels, and there's so much in there where people pick up on things. And they're like, "Oh, this is actually this thing connects to this thing, and this thing connects to this thing." Oh, it probably wasn't intentional though. It's like how how many times do you have to find something that has like thematic like comparisons throughout the the films, and still you doubt George Lucas, the man who said it's like poetry, it rhymes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like people like to make jokes about it, but come on, he knew what he was doing with the prequels, and that could be again, that could be something else in its entirety. Yeah, but 100%. with the soundtracks, like there are some things in there, yeah, where they have like thematic weight, and there's also some a kind of negatives with it, and how I've talked to you about this before, that like the force theme is used for like so much now that it's become like the theme of the series. Where it was originally just, um, I don't for know actually of, what that theme it was, was supposed it was more, to... It felt like it was meant to be for important moments, but now it's kind of been overshadowed a bit. Well, the theme was originally supposed to be Obi-Wan's music. Oh, I didn't know Like, that. originally that's how it was used. When it appears in the binary sunset, that's because George Lucas said, I like that piece of music, put it there. Yeah. And that's how it became the binary sunset, the Force theme. Yeah. And then basically the theme for the entire series. Like you play that piece of music, you're like, oh, that's Star Wars. It does um, always give me goosebumps, though. Which is so. where 
this this is what brings no it is it's a great it's a great theme um it which is where the negatives for the sequels soundtracks kind of come but that doesn't mean that's not because of john williams that's because of the people assembling the soundtracks for the films yeah um but yeah, anyway, I mean, I've, yeah, there's so much in the prequels to love. There's obviously Jewel of Fates, as we've said. Across, Across, the, Across stars the Stars is beautiful. incredible. Because it, I meant, I, I I did a tweet about this a while ago, and I, I'm going to have to see if I can find this, um, this tweet. Oh my God, because I've said something about it, and I was like, you know what? That's, that's perfect. Let me see if I can find it by searching my... There we go. Across the Stars isn't just an amazing song, it's a truly incredible experience. It takes you through every emotion. It's uplifting, dark, and tragic all at the same time. I agree with that. Like, it's meant to be a love song, but it is so much more than that. Yeah, it kind of it kind of hints at it recaps and hints because obviously this was first it was first sounded in, in Attack of the Clones, and it's almost as if you know it it, it charters their whole journey, Anakin and Padme's journey up until that point, and then it also kind of hints at hints at where their their where their journey's gonna go, how it's gonna end. Yeah. which makes like, it even more tragic. When it starts, when the track does start, it is this very much kind of like, oh, this lovely floaty kind of love theme. Yeah. But then as it gets bigger and into it, like it gets darker. The song genuinely feels like it gets darker. Yeah, I, I agree with that. But maybe that's like reading into it too much, but like, but I don't think it is. Even though the full story wasn't known, probably at that time, especially for John Williams. Yeah, it's it's great track. Like, I think it touches on the the dark the darkness within Anakin. Like, and that's the extended track. Like, not all of that is in the film. No, that that track as a whole is great. I also um, like I also like kind of veering off that just a little bit, but I like the kind of the track. Or the kind of theme that uh, is played when Qui Gon's on the pyre, and it's also repeated with yes. Padme's yes. funeral. Yes. Well, that's not. It's not just. It's not just repeated. Padme's. No, it's actually no. That piece of music plays. Do you know no, what I mean? Not, not Padme's funeral. It's that um, when she dies and when Darth Vader rises. Rise. Yeah, I think the use of the choir. That's one other thing I want to touch upon about the prequels as well. The use of the vocals and the choir. Yeah. It is is outstanding. It's so clever and so masterfully done so when Darth Vader's rising and it and they're kind of you get this kind of deep almost operatic sound and it just it it gives me goosebumps it really kind of sends mm-hmm. a chill down your spine it's that with that with um 
with that um, piece, with the, well, not just that piece of music, but the, also the ending of for, of the Phantom Menace. You know, obviously, um, there's like I saw someone mention this, and then people being like, "Oh, you're thinking too deeply about it." But like when the film at the end of that, you know, when um, obviously Yoda and Mace Windu are going, "Oh, who which was destroyed the Master of the Apprentice," and then the camera like pans across Anakin and all that to Palpatine. Yes. The setup there is Anakin, Obi-Wan, Padme, and then Palpatine. And I remember seeing someone say it shows that like Obi-Wan and Padme are the people standing in the way of Palpatine and Anakin. Oh, shit. Yeah. Right? <laughs> oh, fuck. It's just so good. <laughs> like it's so this, clever. This is why when people like, yeah, okay, I can barely watch The Phantom Menace these days, but there is so much in there where I'm like, this is why I love Star Wars. <laughs> it's so clever. It's so but smart. There is so so much genius storytelling in there. I also want to, before, you know, while we're, talk, while we're on the topic of John Williams, I really do want to mention um, uh, the kind of the Mustafar fight, Anakin versus well, Obi-Wan, we're definitely not, of the heroes. I was like, we're definitely not done with John Williams yet. I just wanted to touch on, um, because it's in the Attack of the Clones soundtrack, Love Pledge in the Arena. Oh, yes, because that contains the snippet from... The same piece of music that plays when Anakin marches on the Jedi Temple. Only because I really like that track. That that That's not something that has any sort of thematic weight. That's just... That's a good track. <laughs> yeah, it's just fun. Yeah, and I love that. I love it's you... Actually, you could say that track kind of... I don't know, because when it appears in the Love Pledge in the Arena thing, it's before the clones appear. Yeah. So, yeah, it doesn't work. What I was going to say doesn't work. I was going to say, oh, it could work for the clones because no. it's played when Anakin's marching on the Jedi Temple with his clones, and then it also leads then it leads into the beginning of the Order 66 sequence. Um, yeah. But we'll jump to... I say jump to its next film. Revenge of, the, Revenge of the Sith is hands down the best Star Wars soundtrack in, in full. Oh yeah, 100%. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, apart from the fact that the official release of the soundtrack isn't in order, and I hate that. Yeah, so but there, I but I've made it in in order in a playlist, so that, I listen to it in order when I want to. <laughs> nice, but um, yeah, like I mean that 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 has just a massive handful of good tracks. It's just it's just it's so smart and it's so powerful. Yeah, Anakin's um, betrayal was a phenomenal theme. Yep. Like that, the Order sixty six music, and then actually, I'll need to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna need to find that the one where I've got the list of them all in order. Yeah. So Anakin's betrayal through all the way till like so. Anakin's betrayal, Enter Lord Vader, and Anakin's Dark Deeds are three great tracks to listen to back to back. Yeah. Because you get the Order sixty six sequence, you get Enter Lord Vader, which I can't remember specifically what's going on in that track, and uh, oh, the Enter Lord Vader includes him when he arrives at um, Mustafar and when um, Yoda and Obi-Wan are at the temple. 
Yes. And then it goes outside the temple, and then it goes into, I think, Anakin's... Anakin, yeah, and then Anakin's dark deed starts when they, like, find the youngling, the, the dead bodies. And then it goes on until um, Anakin's crying on the balcony. On Mustafa. It's also... What's the bit where Obi-Wan's talking to Padme, and he's like, Anakin's the father, and he's like, I'm so sorry. Yeah, and that... it's just... Oh, that's in there that, that piece of music because that's obviously that's actually your quiet scene until the piece of music hits at the end when um, when she I think it, I think the music starts when she says when he says um, you're going to kill him aren't you Something yeah like that. it does and then and then when yeah from the it, that, that that piece of music is in there in the end of that track as well all the way from when you know when he says Anakin is the father isn't he I'm sorry walks off and then it that scene obviously then cuts to Anakin on Mustafa like just standing there on that balcony oh, that film is fucking amazing it is it is it's great well i mean yeah, the film is just, yeah <laughs> it's got some moments that are still iffy but yeah no i love it obviously and you love it because yeah yeah i love its pieces um but then obviously anakin versus obi-wan and battle of heroes yeah it, great. yeah i yeah i can't stress how much i love those tracks scene <laughs> oh so good um but that's the prequels star wars um i specifically love like from the first star wars film yeah sticking with john williams of course uh rather than because i've got all the star wars soundtracks in it i really like obviously princess leia's theme is great yeah the cantina band theme And the second song they play is alright. Um, I really like the music. It's not even... Is it even on there? I think the track is... I have to go to the official soundtrack. Ben Kenobi's death, TIE Fighter attack. So take out the Ben Kenobi's death bit. But the TIE Fighter attack, you know, when Luke's sitting there moping, like, I can't believe he's dead, while Leia's sitting there like, yeah, I lost my entire planet like an hour ago. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then Han comes in. They're like, "We're not out of this yet." And then like they have that fight with the Tie Fighters. Yeah, that piece of music's great, and they bring that back in the Last Jedi. throne room theme at the end of Star Wars episode 4 it's great yep I've always liked listening to that do 
you have anything from anything else from episode four that you like that stands out to you or do you is that not one you listen to that much that's not i'll be honest the one i listen to the most is probably revenge of the sith no that's fair same um and the prequels i'd I'd say yeah i don't really listen to the rest of them that much it's not in a not in a bad way no no no, it's fine yeah whenever i whenever i put them on the first thing i go to always will be revenge of the sith i Um, i know you know um that one of my favorite one of my all-time favorite Star Wars tracks is uh, the Asteroid Field music. Genuinely, I I can never watch that film without he- getting to that bit and going, Connor loves this bit. I love that music. I love the, the violins. The... I love that so much. It's... It's so good, and that whole track it just stuck because it starts with a little snippet of the Imperial March, and then it builds, and then it gets into the the big like asteroid fields. Oh, it's great! Helps that scene a lot. Yeah, no, I agree. Sorry, I was. The Han Solo and the Princess track is pretty good. Yeah, which I was is just like looking at my layers theme, but it's. I was looking at my top tracks. Uh, Yoda's theme I'm... is great. Yeah, I like Yoda's theme. I like I like the I don't know if it's on the soundtrack, but I like the music that plays between uh, Darth and Luke's final fight in a, in Return of the Jedi. Okay, if it's on if it's on this track, if it's on this soundtrack, it might be somewhere within the. There's two. There's a few battle the the lightsaber battle Ewok battle and battle of Endor part two, part three. I don't know. There's a the soundtracks are weird, but I know what track you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I'd have to listen to myself and find it in there. Speaking of that, though, the Emperor's music is great. shit yeah of course it is like and when it, it it shows up in the prequels a few times obviously and of course the imperial march yeah the imperial march is just great that you could yeah that that yeah do you know that march enough said that's inspired by like american like band music you know that. like the big bands that they have you know orchestral yeah. bands that people when people do band in school and they play all these old themes and that like yeah i think there's a there's a video i think i have to i don't know if i there was i've told you about this youtuber before um who does like a lot of music stuff i'd have to try and find it again to send to you yeah do it man 
When it comes to the Star Wars sequels, though, I do, I have to admit, I don't think there's that many standout tracks. Well, I'm looking at my, um, I have, I'm not being kind of very kind of methodical in this kind of thing. So I've got, uh, on Spotify, I've got playlists and I've got a folder called soundtracks and I've got, you know, I've split it into Doctor Who, MCU, Harry Potter, Star Wars, Spider-Man, X-Men, etc. And then I've got a playlist with all, which is every single soundtrack I have saved in one playlist. That's like 231 hours long. Um, <laughs> but then I have one called Top Tracks, which are my specific favourite tracks from, from each one. And that's only 25 hours long, only. But when I... Wait, so... Get... Sorry, you've got... What's your... You've got a... Cha- you've, got a you've got one that says all. So I've got one that says all, which is How basically... How did you say was in there? 231 hours, 24 minutes. Is that all, all soundtrack stuff? That's all purely soundtracks, yeah. Okay, I haven't got. I can't calculate the time for all of my soundtracks right now. Um, Damn. And then I've got one on. It's on the top of every playlist, and Spotify tells you how many hours it is. Yeah, no, I am, um, but I haven't got a sound at all. I've got only. I've got. I've, I've got a folder. Oh, that's, that's fair. Got all my playlists in, but I haven't got all soundtracks. But, I have to um, calculate it myself because I think. I mean. Not that it's a competition. I'm just I'm like I'm just thinking: is mine going to be longer? <laughs> but like when I get to Star Wars Actually, and I, might be. yeah, and when I get to Star Wars and I go through it, when it gets to the sequels, that's where it kind of stops because like, there's nothing really in those sequels music-wise I, that I find. I have a Star Wars playlist that has all of the tracks, all the at least that are on Spotify. I don't think it has any of my own ones from Thingy, anything else. No, it doesn't. Um, I think it's the yeah, only Spotify tracks. Any any Star Wars stuff that's on Spotify and it's that's thirty six hours. Okay. Um, but yeah, when it comes to the sequels, yeah, I I have to go. Let me go to my soundtrack faves playlist. Um, and scroll down to well, I mean, okay. When it Mandalorian's in a completely different place to Star Wars. Um, where's the sequels? So I have the Battle of Krayt, the Spark, the Last Jedi, Peace and Purpose from the Last Jedi. Yeah. Which is basically just the end of the film. Yeah. Um, I have a track called Farewell from The Rise of Skywalker, which I guess I liked. That must be Princess Leia, I assume. I don't know. I'd have to listen to it again. When it comes to... Actually, I haven't got anything from The Force Awakens. <laughs> but I think that's just more because I haven't listened to it in a while. Ray's theme? Ray's theme is good. I just... I don't know. I just can't listen... I don't listen to it that much. Maybe I don't enjoy it that much. Yeah. I did start a playlist for this, but I've not been adding any music to it. <laughs> what for the what we're talking about? Yeah. Oh, that's fine. I was gonna um, say during the edit we can note down whatever we talk about, and I can put it together. Um. Yeah. Well, you can do um, you know, playlists that you can make together as well. So I, I copied a list. I'll send, send you. It. Oh yeah, I've do that. Up, yeah, yeah. I've already started a playlist, so I'll send that to you. Yeah, and sounds we'll good. Both, we'll both throw tracks in there. Yeah, sounds good. Um, I mean, might as well say it now, but uh, when this episode's released, um, we will be releasing a playlist of uh, tracks that we've mentioned, tracks that, p- parts of soundtracks we spoke about. So you can kind of give it a listen and, and maybe they'll become your favourites as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we've, yeah, I think... 
there's some good moments in the prequel soundtracks, but there's nothing that really stands out. And what I like with Star Wars is um, when I listen to like the Revenge of the Sith soundtrack or those just those three tracks I said that I listen, I like listen to back to back when I'm writing and stuff. Yeah, it just makes me think of those scenes from the film. Yeah, but like so that's like what I kind of I don't get that from the prequel uh, from the sequel soundtracks. No, I don't. As much. Like, I used to really like the track that plays at the end of The Force Awakens when Rey's on the, the island. Oh, yeah. And she sees Luke. Um, that I think that's a great. That was a one. Of, that was the only example of like a really great moment that was helped by the soundtrack. Yeah. Um, but it was also more because of the hype as well at the time. But I think in retro, in like retrospect, looking back at it, I don't know. I think yeah. I think it, the sequels are quite weak in comparison to the prequels and the originals when it comes to the soundtracks. Yeah, I. To be fair, I'd agree. Which is uh, a shame, but like still. There's still good. There's still good tracks in there. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Yeah, yeah. But well, shall we? Shall we stick with Star Wars for a moment, but jump to a different composer? Which will uh, allow yeah, you us can do to, if you like. Which will allow us to talk more about that specific composer. Um, yeah, of course. The Mandalorian soundtrack. Wow, 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 wow. And by by extension, the Book of Boba Fett. Yep. Um, by Ludwig Göransson, who's obviously, I think, one of the best modern composers. Yeah, he's fucking so talented. He's he's done a lot with modern soundtracks, which we'll talk more about with other things. But what I love most about the Mandalorian soundtrack, like the theme, the main yeah. theme, is that when I first heard it, I went, "What is this? Isn't Star Wars?" And then it grows, it grows, and it's like, "Oh, this is Star Wars. This is very Star Wars." Yeah. And yeah, then, yeah. and then, it the track itself grows on you, and you're like, "This is amazing. So good." on journeys that track it starts kind of subtle with this whole it's you know this kind of it's like this lone gunslinger kind of thing then yeah. it gets, gets bigger it has that star wars feeling Instrument is playing at the end there. 
Um, no, I can. I wouldn't be able to. No, I'd have, to, I'd have to watch that episode of the first season of the, the or that the gallery thing they did, they did the series, didn't they? For the first series, they did. A, oh yeah, they did, ep- didn't they? Eight episodes about the first season of the Mandalorian. Yeah, and there was one episode that was just about the music. Oh, nice. Um. So, and I think yeah, he's just done. Though there, there are so many great tracks in it. I think what he's done is he's made tracks that feel like they are very Star Wars, but they're different. Yeah. And he's helped evolve the music of Star Wars to a point where I would love it if Ludwig Göransson did more Star Wars stuff. I like that he's also just attached to the Mandalorian and obviously by extension the Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, but I would, but, um, I, would I would like to see him do more. But if he like yeah, if he like composed a, uh, a Star Wars film, that'd be amazing. Or if he was like the composer going forward for like the films, that that would be great to hear. But I also understand if he just keeps with this one project. Because then it sets the it's helped set the tone of that project. Yeah, like his music really has helped set the tone of the Mandalorian. Um, oh, hundred percent. Like some of the stuff, him. some of the stuff he does. So you know when you've got those um those weird droids that um, Moff Moff Gideon has. Yes. Like the mu the music that plays there is very technical, like. Yeah. And like not something you'd ever get from John Williams. No. And it just it really adds to the tone of the show overall. Well, he's quite he's quite experimental, I'd yeah. say. Oh, definitely. And I think that's what I think that's what I think that's what works because it brings a new style to this universe that that people are not necessarily used to. But that's what it needed for for the universe to be able to kind of, like you said, change and evolve. Yeah. Um. And, and nothing against John Williams at all. He gave amazing soundtracks. You know, for those for that saga. But, yeah. But. You know, it's, Star Wars is now at a point where it needs to evolve and it needs to change and become something fresh and new for new um, for new audiences. And I think I think Lud- Ludwig is is especially for the Mandalorian is a perfect choice. I, I will say that I think I think the theme for the Mandalorian is stronger than the Book of Boba Fett's theme. No, yeah, no, it definitely is. I like the Book of Boba Fett theme. I think it's th- it's the yeah, I think it's fun. But um, no, the Mandalorian theme is so much better. Yeah, yeah. There's some um, tracks. Oh, I was going to just touch on a couple of tracks that I like. Yeah, of course. From, sorry, yeah, of course. Um, from the first episode, because obviously they did it. They were releasing the soundtracks by, by episode, weren't they, in the first series? Fucking hell, yeah, they did. Um, that. So from the first episode, um, the track "Bounty Droid" is really good. Okay. Um, from the episode that was on, you know, on that planet, um, where the like there's the there's the ATST that's been stolen by a bunch of people. And like they've got to help train this village to fight. Oh, isn't that the Bryce Dallas Howard's first episode you did? Yeah. Yeah. There's a track on there called "The Ponds of Sorgan," which is obviously, I guess, the place. Um, okay. And it's a re- it's a really good track. It, it does it. It's very has like the calming kind of music for like the um. Oh, this is the the nice ponds of Sorgan, and it's got like a little bit of the Mandalorian theme in there as well. Okay. Um, but then it has like something. I think it does more of that technical stuff I was talking about. Yeah. I'd have to re-listen to it if it is that track. Um... Actually, I think those are the only tracks, really, I was going to talk about specifically. There's, like, Activated is the track when, the, like, the droids come to life. Um, Moff Gideon's droids. And that's a very interesting track. Yeah. 
very different when you think about um, Star Wars. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but yeah, so those specifically, it was specifically those three tracks. Like, I really like track Bounty Joy, and I think it's incredible. Okay. Um, I look forward to listening to it. Listening to it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, look, and, and I don't know if there's anything else you want to say about his soundtracks for Mandalorian or, again, Book of Boba Fett, who obviously isn't the best soundtrack. Not, not really. I can't say I've listened to them very much. I just haven't listened to it, actually. I will just say, I just haven't gone back and listened to that one. Um, yeah. so, but sticking with Ludwig, Ludwig Goranson then, yep. um, we, we, we couldn't not say anything about the Academy Award winning Black Panther soundtrack. Oh, a King's, a King's Sunset. Um, is one that always sticks out to me. I really just like I love just I just love thing. listening to the um the end credits music. <laughs> yeah, which is a uh, United Nations end titles. Like it just has it just has all the best themes in it. Like, but also like from the, the entire part. film. theme where it's like um like na 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 I can't really do it better than that but it's also... no no that's in there that's I believe that's yeah. in there just you said a king sunset um it's just so fucking good I think I think waterfall fight is a good track Yeah. I think that's from the first waterfall fight, not the second one. <laughs> yeah, that's a good track. Um, yeah, I think they did that. All the oh, that's just. I mean, I can't talk much about it. I need to listen to it again properly. But like, what I love most about it is that Ludwig Göransson actually went to Africa to learn about the instruments they use and the kind of how they make music. That's so good. That's like fucking... so, so that he could make a soundtrack that was not just good, but culturally accurate. Yeah, and that's why it's as good as it is. Like oh, it just, fucking... so, and just it's, it's good. amazing. It really it's an amazing is. soundtrack, and it really it helps that that tone of that film. Um, again, this isn't one. This is one. I, this isn't one I can speak of. I can speak of. <laughs> speak of. I can think of specific moments for like. I the themes are all they all kind of stand out, and they're like. There was like he did a lot of different things like so you know when you get like the um you know the when the drums do that little doo 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 Yes. That's supposed to be that's the you when you hear those drums, those are typically played for for T'Challa and the drums are like they're saying T'Challa. Oh, okay. So when you hear that that little three drum beat, that is the drums saying T'Challa. I like that. And then when you've got Killmonger on screen, you have the 808 drums, which is obviously a digital drum uh, creator. Like, sound yeah. that is used in hip-hop music a lot. And obviously, because he comes from Oakland, California, yeah, th- 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 that music, his themes, represent his background. That's a fucking... So that when they're fighting together and stuff like that, it brings it all together. Oh, that's so cool. I can't but then, stress... Yeah. 
I so can't when you stress how smart that is. So when you it's in the end credits stuff in the end credits music, but then when you have that when the you know there's bits in the soundtrack where, you know it goes dun 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 dun, dun when it has that yeah. Yes. It ha- you have like the little T'Challa in the background, and you can actually hear at that point there's a choir, there's like a, a voice, a group of people saying T'Challa as well. <sighs> Fuck yeah! It's so good, like that soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. Because it goes dun 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 T'Challa dun 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 T'Challa like that. Oh fucking that's amazing. Yeah. Like it's so good. <laughs> what a genius. Yeah, his work on that. I mean, it won an Academy Award, so let's let's be real. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The greatest soundtrack ever made, maybe. <laughs> Could be. Um. But yeah, I mean, and then Ludwig Göransson, he did he did good work with the Creed soundtracks. I really like those. Um, yeah. He's done some other ones that I haven't really listened to that much, but like, obviously, and then he obviously did Tenet, which has things in there I don't like, but it does have some good stuff as well. But it, the Tenet soundtrack feels feels like it takes some of that Ludwig Göransson stuff, but it feels like it's trying to be Hans Zimmer too much. See, I was going to say that I do like some, so like for example, like the Seven Four Seven tracks, pretty good. Yeah, um, and that kind of stuff. But it does it does kind of feel that. It's trying to be Hans Zimmer a bit too much, and I think that's what kind of didn't attach me to it as much as I wanted to. Yeah, like when I listen to the whole sound, there's also like, have you listened to the whole soundtrack back? Yeah, but not for a while. There's a lot of bits in there where it sounds like there's like a breathing sound in the soundtrack. Yeah, I don't I like agree. that at all. Yeah, it kind of makes me a bit on edge. But in the what? In the what? Not in the good way. You're muffled at the moment. I don't know what you're. Oh. That's my. I've got separate headphones to my mic, so I won't be on my mic. No, yeah, now? but it's it's yeah, it's just annoying for me because it sounds like I'm going deaf. <laughs> oh, sorry. Apologies. I don't apologies. Like, I don't like that feeling. <laughs> um, there you go. That might be better. Um, but yeah, when it comes to Ludwig Göransson, I don't think there's anything else to say about his any other music of his. Um, not on my head. Nah, I know he did the Venom soundtrack. Venom. No, not the song. <laughs> that was Eminem. <laughs> Eminem. Which is something we haven't talked about is we. I mean, with this this could be something we do in another episode at some point. We haven't talked about songs in films. We just specifically stuck with soundtracks. Okay. Which yeah, is but... fine because I think some time in the future we could do that where we talk about like good. For example, I mean, because it meant it reminded me how like the feel, the song "Lose Yourself" was written for Eight Mile. Yeah. Stuff like that. There's a lot of good songs for films, but we don't need to talk about that now because there's so much soundtrack stuff we still haven't even mentioned. Yeah, but I think. Um... I think that's something we should do as another episode, for sure. Yeah, possibly. Link to this one. If there's um, enough to say about it. But well, um, if we're I was going to say stick with Marvel. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Unless you had a better segue. <laughs> no, I was going to ask if I could talk about uh, one of my favourite composers, but I'll save that for after Marvel. I, know, I probably know who it is, don't I? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, we'll, stick with, we'll stick with Marvel for a bit then and say that... It is true that, as we said earlier, Marvel has been up and down with a lot of its soundtracks. There's been yeah. a lot of there's a lot of good, yep. But there's a lot that just doesn't stand out. Unfortunately, but yeah. I think we'll, we'll we won't go we won't go negative with this, and we'll talk about the good. I mean, first and foremost, portals from um, Endgame. That's first and foremost. I was going to say first and foremost, the Avengers theme. <laughs>
Mine's what I've got actually looking for. I don't mean as a a I don't mean as my favorite. I meant as a starting point. But yeah, okay. okay. Um, Well, whatever I think of. Actually, the the point is, I think portals is like the the end point of the Avengers theme, like where we get introduced to the Avengers the theme, and then it becomes a theme that we've has obviously been overplayed a lot to the point where we all know it now. And then in portals, it's obviously it plays in that track. Obviously, it builds to that. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So both the Avengers theme and Portals. Yeah, I'll I'll say I haven't listened to the Portals track a lot. I used to listen to it a lot. I haven't listened to it a lot recently. Yeah. Um. But but. This that's is one MC... of those. Oh no, carry on. Sorry, I was going to say for me personally, that's one of those ones where it's like that is a a track that very much is the moment in the film. Yeah, 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 yeah. It really kind of remember makes me remember being in the cinema and seeing that bit for the first time and the whole cinema just cheering and that was a good moment Um, this isn't Avengers, but it is MCU, and it's a track that um, I think is is beautiful. It's called it's called Sacrifice. It's from uh, Tyler Bates' Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one, and it's when um, Gamora is being chased by Nebula, and she she gets thrown into space, and Peter goes out to save her. Yeah, I remember you saying. I remember you. Uh, I remember. I don't think I. I hadn't listened to the Back to, Fu- Back to the Future. Where the fuck did that come from? Yeah, the Guardians of the Galaxies. I hadn't listened to the Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack. I don't think until you told me specifically about that track. Yeah, but it's it's a track that's always kind of stuck. There's a lot of nice stuff in in those films, but for me, that's that's a track that's always very much. Um, Guardians has a good soundtrack. Yeah, that's always very much stuck with me. So like I really main, like I really like that track. The main theme for the Guardians is good. Yep. Um, some more some more MCU stuff is uh, so as we talk about Avengers, so like Alan Silvestri, who did the Avengers theme. You know, he also did stuff like um, Forge and Catch, which kind of all encompasses again with the Avengers theme when Thor arrives on Earth and he's like oh, yeah, Forge, Thanos. Forge, yeah, Forge is a good track.
um, porch uh, where, you know, Thanos is, well, sitting on his porch. <laughs> yeah. And Infinity War, that's obviously the main end credits. But I think I think someone that's had quite a lot of standout tracks is Henry Jackman, who did mm-hmm. uh Winter Soldier well, and yeah, I was say, Civil it, War. Win- the Winter Soldier soundtrack is one of my all time favourite film soundtracks. Yeah. It's also one of my all time favourite films, but like that's that soundtrack is great. Yeah. Amazing. Um Stuff like uh, there's a track just called Captain America, which is great. Um, that's that's the yeah, that's the long last one, isn't it? Yeah, that's a good track. End of the line, that's also good. Well, that's a that that's one of those ones where it's like that end part of the soundtrack is fairly in order, I think. Yeah, it's like time to suit up into the fray, countdown, end of the line. It's all very much linked together. Yeah, um, I like. Uh, taking a Stand It's one of my favourite tracks on that album Yep basically like the main theme for the film i think they use it in the end in the end credits okay i think um that's great i mean the winter soldier's theme music and that when he's like that's it's all good that that soundtrack isn't it it's fucking amazing <laughs> i like also that it was that was when i re-listened to that soundtrack or when i was re-watching the film that was when i realized that um obviously the wind the winter soldier falcon actually has a motif like a musical motif Which okay, comes yeah. comes back in his in his theme for the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, so the, for the main theme for that and in that show. Yeah, which I think is pretty interesting. Oh, nice. But yeah, though I that's a solid soundtrack. That one. Yeah, he's really good, and I like his stuff for Civil War as well. Um. That one doesn't stand out to me as much, but it does have some good stuff. Yeah. Um, um but yeah. The first Captain MCU. America I'd say the first Captain America one's got some good stuff. Yeah. Like I like the main theme because it's obviously one of those very um World War Two American stuff, you know? Yeah. Um I think all of the Thor films have some good soundtrack moments. Yeah, I like I like the theme in the first Thor film. I like the theme in the first one. I really like the Dark World soundtrack. Yeah, I do as well. Especially when um, 
uh, when Frigga dies and they're kind of having like that funeral service. Yeah, um, the I really like that. Yeah, I really like that track. What's the track I really like in there? I think it's just the, the, the theme, just the main theme. <laughs> yeah. I like that one. I'll tell you one um, thing that, that sticks in my head, actually. Hmm. Um, Shang-Chi. That's a very good soundtrack. It's got a lot of, um, obviously, Asian influences. As yeah, um, I think that's really, really good. And there is some good... I really like... Uh, yeah, I think it's his his theme. Yeah, that's a good one. Like, I need to rewatch that, actually, at some point. Yeah, so do I. No, it has a good soundtrack. Uh, I, I really like the Loki soundtrack. Oh yeah, like um, there's bum, some bum, really bum. good tracks. Like yeah, like yeah, that theme. Like not just like the main theme was really interesting, but like that the that that big like yeah, I can't think about. I don't even know what theme that is. TVA, maybe? No. The I think it's I'd have to listen back and then I'll I'll find it. But yeah, there is there is a track in the, yeah, I know what one you're talking about though. Yeah. Um Yeah, there's some really good stuff in that soundtrack. Um obviously we talked about Spider Man already. Yep. I think the main theme for Captain Marvel is on the border of being really good. <laughs> See, I don't remember it, unfortunately. I think no, it it's a it's it's it kind of starts like it's a strong theme, and they do bring it back in in Endgame. Okay. Um, when when she shows up. Yeah. I think I think it's when she shows up. I don't remember, but yeah, that, but like I think it, like I said, it's on the border of being a good theme. Mm. But it just doesn't quite hit that height. The uh, yeah. Thor Ragnarok, the Thor Ragnarok soundtrack was fun. Yeah. Has a lot of like electronic stuff in it. I think the first Iron Man soundtrack has a lot of good stuff. Yeah. Like specifically, it's not even on I, um, Spotify. I don't think. No, it's not. I couldn't find it the other day. No, nah, it's not. I've got. I've got. I've still got my. I've got my version of it in the playlist. So yeah, it's not the Spotify one because yeah, it won't let me do anything else to it. But specifically, like driving with the top down. Yep. Merchant of Death. Those are good tracks. I'm definitely going to talk uh, my, my one of my favorite pieces of music from uh, the Incredible Hulk, the Bruce and Betty theme. Ah, oh, beautiful. Mm-hmm. 
And then also I want to touch on, like, we spoke about it recently, again, uh, but the uh, the piece of music that plays in Bruce Goes Home, which is just the theme from the original show. I want it, I want that to be touched on just because I want it to play. I want it, I want people to hear it. I think that's it for mcu the shows haven't really had a lot of stuff yeah i was gonna stuff. say nothing nothing else sticks out to me I, I liked the moon knight soundtrack a little bit i like the main theme for moon knight but not enough to like listen back to it yeah like when i have tried to listen back to it it's not been that that great um but yeah no i don't think there's anything else mcu marvel i mean don't know if there's anything much else marvel related is there any marvel stuff i think wouldn't so. i wouldn't say so I think the X-Men theme was pretty decent back in the day. Yeah, that was a good theme. Like, um... I don't remember any of the Fantastic Four music, if there was any. So, yeah, I don't think there's anything else, really. Thank you for listening to this episode. The next part will be released very soon. In the meantime, you can follow us at Two Smoky Microphones on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And you can follow both me and Harry on Twitter at ConnorJordan underscore 96 and at Harry Young Edits. Thank you for listening and don't forget to enjoy your scones.